I will praise you for setting me free. Isn't that a beautiful verse they have here? Uh, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Let's give them a hand. I can't believe it is Thanksgiving time, isn't it? It seemed like yesterday we celebrated Thanksgiving and we praise God for these wonderful hymns that we heard this morning. And we thank God for the choir. They, you know, they spend a lot of time practicing and rehearsing and practicing and rehearsing to give us almost 20 minutes of uh, this wonderful music. I do appreciate them, and may God bless them and bless their efforts. Uh, this is only a foretaste what you're going to hear on Christmas uh, concert. It's on the 13th. Please put that down on your calendars, and we expect uh, you and our guests that we have invited, and we're going to invite again on the 13th of, the, of December at 7 p.m. We're going to have a great Christmas musical. So bring your friends. And don't forget. Uh, no excuse to say we forgot. It's Friday night, the 13th. Put that down. Uh, since it is uh, Thanksgiving week, and uh, all our minds are toward Thanksgiving, I hope it's toward Thanksgiving, not the big turkey. Though I, like, I love turkeys, no problem. Uh, let us take about 15 to 20 minutes and concentrate about the joy of thanksgiving. Paul, in his uh, letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 5 and verse 18, most of us know it, chapter 5 and verse 18. I want to read one verse. If you want to open your Bible, that's fine. If you want to listen to me, that's even... Uh, well and good. And the uh, Bible says there, Paul writes to the Christians in Thessalonica, In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks. Someone said, practicing thanksgiving is therapy. It helps. And I believe it does. When we learn to say from the bottom of our hearts, thanks for everything, we are on the way of being, I believe, healthy, happy, attractive. Look at the word attractive there. And positive people. Are we thankful today that we are alive? Yes? yes. Amen. We, are, you sh we should be very thankful that we're sitting in this church this morning and listening to these wonderful songs and listening to the Word of God. It's better. It beats being bedridden. And we should be thankful for everything that the Lord has given us. You know, Thanksgiving, I want to share with you, with you a few words this morning. Thanksgiving changes people. I don't mean the day of Thanksgiving. Okay? But giving thanks to God. That's what I mean. Being thankful changes people. There's a story of a Christian man 
who had always been rather negative. And may God help us not to be negative. Have you been around a negative person? Okay. Have you been around a whining person day and night? Okay. Johnny one note, two, two, Johnny one note, you know. That's the Bill McDonald word. <laughs> okay. He plays that same note every time he sees you and every time she sees you. And you know what? People would like to run away and say, well, I don't want to be around these people. And this is the kind of man he was. He had always been negative. Nothing pleases him. Constantly bothered by things. If it rains, it's raining. If it's sunshine, it's sunshine. You know what I'm talking about. And as a result, his health was poor. The world was in a terrible state. Nothing was working well in him. His business was failing. He always complained about himself and his circumstances. But one day, people noticed that he had changed considerably. He was vital. He was vibrant. He was enthusiastic. And uh, stopped complaining. And uh, he started looking very healthy. When asked to explain the marked change in his attitude, he said, it's the therapy of giving thanks. It's the therapy of giving thanks. The story doesn't end here. Every night since then, in bed, This man thought of all the good things that had happened to him instead of all the bad things that he met during his lifetime. Then he would pull the bed, sheets, and covers up around his neck, say a little prayer to the Lord, and he says at the end, thanks for everything. Turn the lights, peacefully go to bed. Further one day, He thought about his life. And he found out that he has made so many enemies or his friends deserted him because of his attitude. He he thought that, well, I want to write each and every person. And I want to tell them about the change that happened to me. Because I turned toward thanking God. About everything in my life. And he thought of his old school teacher. And she was a very old lady. And he took the pen. And this is what he wrote her. He wrote her something that to express how much he loved her. And he appreciated her. And he signed it. Your student. 30 years ago. Several days passed. And he received a reply. Calling him. By his boyhood name, it read, Dear Willie. That's how she remembered him. Dear Willie. Not William, Willie. You know, or Willie, whatever. As I recall all the children I have taught over the years, she writes, you are the only one who ever took time to write and thank me for what I did as a teacher. You have made me so happy. I have read your letter through tears. I keep it by my bedside and read it every night. I shall cherish. I shall cherish your letter until the day I die. Oh, what a change it made in her. Oh, the blessings 
of thanksgivings. It produces peace. It produces joy. And a healthy person. Remember that. Yes, thanksgiving changes lives. Are we experiencing that in our lives? Are you thankful this morning? Amen. Also, thanksgiving encourages a grateful spirit. Paul, in his writing, he quickly mentions that the will of God for you, he tells the Thessalonians, for you is to have a grateful spirit. It's the will of God. You know, do you know that? If you do not possess that grateful spirit, you are going against the will of God. Do you know that God wants you to be thankful in every situation you are, as we're going to see here? He says in everything, you give thanks. A grateful spirit makes a person happier. You know, when you meet someone and say, how are you? He says, I am so thankful. Can he say, I'm so thankful? You will have to say, I'm so thankful, and showing that you're happy. Thankful. Why? Because in everything... I am being blessed by Almighty God. Regardless. And this is what Paul brings here. In simple words it says, it's the spirit of appreciation that God is looking for in each and every heart this afternoon. Uh, I read about a senator, his name was Richard Newberger. He had a bout with cancer. And uh, he writes... In his uh, memoir, the following, how it changed my life. He writes, a change came over me, which I believe is irreversible now. Questions of prestige, of political success, of financial status became all at once unimportant. In their stead has come a new appreciation of things. I once took for granted. Hmm. Eating lunch with a friend, I appreciate it more now. The company of my wife, I do cherish a lot. Reading a book, getting up at night, going to the refrigerator for a a glass of orange juice, a slice of coffee cake, means a lot to me now. Because I was deprived when I went through the cancer situation. He said, these things I missed in my life. And I'm actually savoring them now, though they are small and simple. I shudder, he says, when I remember all the occasions that I spoiled for myself. Even when I was in the best of health, my false pride, my synthetic values, my fancied trivial slights kept me busy. Oh, how foolish to be ungrateful. On the tombstone of uh, her husband's grave, a southern mountain woman, farmer, she had chiseled in rough and uneven letters these words, he always appreciated. Are we appreciative this afternoon? You know, it's a synonym to being thankful. When you appreciate something, you're thankful for it. 
When you say thank you, that means I appreciate it. Are we appreciative of the life that we have? Of the health that God has blessed you with? Of the children that are sitting beside you or in Sunday school? Are we appreciative of your job? Are we appreciative of the things that God has given us to enjoy in this land? Those who were with us last Wednesday and watched the slide show from uh, uh, the missionary and saw these people, how they were living in the, in the world and uh, the poverty, the illness, the lack of food, the lack of any, anything that you can think of. They, didn't, they don't have a life even. Makes us appreciate the life that we have. And let's stop complaining about things around us. And let's say, Lord, thank you for giving me all these wonderful things. In his letter to the Philippians, Paul says, I know how to get along with humble means. He was not a complainer. He appreciated the little things. And I also know, he says, how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. And he says, I have learned to be content. What is content? Thankful. I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. Does that speak to your heart? <clears throat> I asked some people, especially when I used to work, uh, how, are, how are things? Well, considering. Considering what? You're still alive. You have a home. You have a place to, to sleep. Uh, you're not complaining of hunger, are you? You're not homeless, are you? You're not sick. You don't have cancer. And what, what stops us from saying, Lord, I thank you for everything you have given me. When we are grateful about our circumstances, we can shout with Paul, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I accept everything you give me. And I am so happy to have, to be in your hands. Circumstances did not affect his gratitude at all. Nor his attitude toward God. On the contrary, it made him more thankful and more fruitful. Isn't that what, what, what the Bible teaches us? And so many people, so many I know and I believe you know, when things go, don't go right with them, they turn toward God. And so many blame God for all these circumstances. Instead of saying, thank you, Lord, forgive me this circumstance. Maybe I should get closer to you so I can understand it more. Excuse me. Someone said, there is one thing about a man who walks with God. Circumstances never affect his fellowship and communion with the Lord. Whatever situation you are in, let it not affect you. Oh yes, thankfulness is a virtue that leaves no room for discouragement. So, may God give us hearts filled with gratitude toward what God has given us 
each and every one who is in attendance here this afternoon. I once read uh, about a legend of a man who found the barn where Satan kept his seeds ready to be sown in the human heart. And on finding the seeds of discouragement more numerous than others, he learned that those seeds could be made to grow almost anywhere. When Satan was questioned, he reluctantly admitted that there was one place in which he could never get them to thrive. And where is that, asked the man. Satan replied sadly, in the heart of a grateful man. He couldn't grow any seed at all of ungratefulness. In the heart of a grateful person. Are we grateful this afternoon? Thanksgiving also develops a positive attitude. I don't know what to say about positive attitude. But, you know, so many people like to be around people with positive attitudes. Don't you like to be around them? Instead of whining and, you know, telling you about all kinds of things. I want to run away. (laughs) But with a person who has a positive attitude, thankful attitude, Paul is rephrasing what he gave us at the very beginning, that, Verse 518, he says, in effect, in spite of all that may happen, you are to continue being grateful. You are to maintain a positive attitude. That's what he meant to say. Paul did not thank God for the possession of material abundance, did he? No. He did not have the affluent standard of living that we have in America today. His uh, little cell or dungeon he was in was not air-conditioned, nor heated. He was living in a, in a very, <coughs> very bad atmosphere. He had rats to come and have dinner with him. And he had cockroaches, and sewers were going through the cell that he used to be in. Yet he writes to the, to the people in Philippines, he says, rejoice. Always, and I say again, rejoice. Can we say that? Are we in that spirit? Your business might, might, might not be doing well. You might have lost a big amount of money this week. You might have had a, a problem in the family this week. And you thought that things are not going your way. Your business is not well. Your family is not well. Your health might not be well. Yet, the Lord, on the mouth of this wonderful man, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Are you rejoicing? Or blaming God? Or whining? He did not have the luxury of all what we have today. He did not thank God for an easy time. For he went through a lot, didn't he? Don't you think those who follow Paul's life, as he writes to the Corinthians, look what he says. To this present hour, we are both hungry and thirsty. And are poorly clothed. And, he, and he, here we are. I want to dress well today. 
I want to see whether I'm color coordinated. Do you think he worried about that? Do you think he had two coats? He writes to Timothy, he says, Please, winter is coming. Bring me the coat and come over and visit me. It's getting cold. He had one coat. Do we have more than one? He said, we are roughly treated. He said, we are homeless. And we toil working with our own hands. When we are reviled, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure. Is that a spirit of thankfulness? Amen. He knew the bitterness of persecution. He was stoned at Lystra. I, I listed them here. Driven from Thessalonica. Rejected at Athens. Jailed at Philippi. Apprehended at Caesarea. Taken to Rome as a prisoner and shipwrecked en route and went to Rome and finally they cut his head and was martyred there after two years living there. Paul did not thank God for any superior standing among others. He was not like the Pharisee who prayed, God, I thank you that I am not as the other men. No, he counted a privilege to be to be a soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, thank you for everything. And he wrote to the Romans in 837, telling them, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Do you think this is a spirit of thankfulness? So, where do we stand vis-a-vis this, this afternoon? Are you thankful? Or are you a complainer? May God speak to our hearts. The spirit of thanksgiving had developed a a positive and thankful attitude that enabled Paul to forget the bad things and be grateful for the good things. He writes to the Ephesians in chapter 5 verse 20, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God our Father. I read a little, little story when a Sunday school teacher asked, her class, what they were thankful for. One little fellow who had some kind of eyesight problem lifted up his hand. He said, I'm thankful for my eyeglasses. But why? She asked. He said, because they keep the boys from jumping on me and the girls from kissing me. (laughs) Isn't that something? He was thankful. He was probably five years old. He didn't want the girls to kiss him at that age. You know about that. And he kept the, and he was so thankful for his eyeglasses. Though people maybe, they thought they are, oh, well, poor guy, he's wearing eyeglasses. But he found something positive about his eyeglasses. It may give us this positive attitude. Yes, a positive attitude can find, can always find something for which to be grateful for. People are attracted by a grateful spirit. People are attracted by a positive individual. And the question for us today, are we attracting people or repelling them with our attitude? Is there something within us that attracts them? They should not be attracted to our beauty, though beauty is a gift of God. And we thank God for all the beautiful people that we have. They shouldn't be attracted by what we wear. They shouldn't be attracted by 
by what we say, they should be attracted by the Christ that is within us. And you know, when someone has a living Christ, the living Christ, in him or in her, you don't have to say one thing. People say, well, I look at his face or her face and I can see Jesus Christ there. May God help us to attract people by the Lord Jesus Christ that is within us. Spurgeon said, more flies are attracted by honey than by vinegar. May God make us all honey. And another one said, unfailing gratitude makes a human magnet out of a common personality. Unfailing gratitude makes a human magnet out of common personality. Are we this season, are we thankful for what God has given us? Are you thankful in your estate? As Paul said, I have, I am satisfied. I am thankful for what the Lord has given me. Whether in need or whether in bounty, I am very thankful for the Lord what he's done for me. He knows your life. He knows your plans because he's made them. He knows where you're going to be. Five years from now or ten years from now, stop fretting and start thanking God. A wealthy gentleman who has no personal knowledge of God was walking alone through his estate one evening. Coming to a small little hut of a poor laborer of his in that big estate, he heard a continuous sound of joy and loud speaking. He stopped and listened. And to his surprise, the man of the little hut was praying with his family. As soon as the gentleman could distinguish the words, he heard him give thanks to God for the goodness of his providence. Remember, he has a one-room hut. The goodness of his providence in giving food to eat and clothes to wear and in supplying them with what was necessary, necessary and comfortable in the present life. He was immediately struck with astonishment and confusion and said to himself, this poor man who has nothing but the bare necessities and that obtained by hard work gives thanks to God for his goodness to himself and family while I, I who enjoys ease and honor and riches and everything that is pleasant in this world and that I desire have hardly ever bent my knee or made any acknowledgement to my maker and preserver. He could not stand himself. And the story goes on to say, he went and sought this man and said, come and talk to me. What makes you so happy and so thankful? And the man opened his little old Bible and showed him that verse in everything. Be thankful. He said, I, God has given me more than I deserve. He has my past. He has my present. He has my future. I am not worried. And he is meeting my needs. This incident led this man to meet with this uh, laborer more and more. And God brought this rich man to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. And it was not long before that. That he gave his life. He gave everything to the Lord Jesus Christ. And started serving him. And then he says. Then I knew what it means. To be thankful to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Are we thankful this afternoon? May the Lord fill our hearts with the spirit of thankfulness. To practice it. To be, to, when people look at us, they see changed people. They see positive people. They see attractive people. Attracting them by being close to God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is how we can win others to the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we thankful? Let's bow our heads. Before we leave this place, I would ask that every person review your life. Check your heart. Say, Lord, am I thankful? Or I complain at every stop in my life. I complain about my kids and my wife, my husband, my friends. Do you? If this is the case, please, please change that. While sitting there, say, Lord, I want to be thankful. I want to thank you for them. I want to thank you for my circumstances. I want to thank you for what you have done for me. Uh, Do you thank him for him going to the cross and dying for you? Mm. To save you? This is the first thing we should thank him for. And then all the long list that we can write this afternoon about his blessings upon us. Stop for a moment. Count your blessing and thank God for it. Our Father, we thank you this afternoon for this more, these few minutes that you have granted us. You spoke to our hearts with these wonderful songs. And I hope you spoke to our hearts with these words that we heard this morning. May the Holy Spirit work himself in our hearts so we can be positive people, thankful people, people acknowledging your Lordship on our lives, that whatever we have, we thank you for it. Give us that spirit of gratefulness. So as we walk in life, we'll attract people to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Bless each and every person and be with each and every one. And give us for the rest of the day, may you be with the families and give us a safe journey back home. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen. Those who are not going to see you before Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy the Lord. And may God bless you with a beautiful, grateful spirit. Meeting is over.